East. Like downtown. Y'all already know what time it is. It's time to cook something with Hilarious Omar. Thank y'all for tuning in at home, whether it's through Zoom, live stream on YouTube, Facebook Live. Thank you guys for listening and being here. We have a very special guest this week. We have Steph Lover what's in up, the what's building. Up? What's going on? Radio personality juggernaut. Um, Let me make sure we six feet before I unmask. Hey, hey, listen. I think I think we good. I think we good. I checked my temperature this morning through the butt, so I think we all Yikes. right. <laughs> but Steph, thank you for coming to my show, man. I've had some some dope people here, and you were added to that archive. And uh, you know, before you know, we get into the topical Damn. stuff. Yeah, that's that moonshine. That's Thanks that country for the moonshine. Shit. Sheesh. <laughs> so, um, and every week I bring a drink. <laughs> And this this week he brought a drink and this motherfucker took it to another level. You hear me over here? I'm like, oh, yeah. You feel the hair growing on my chest right now. So Steph, anyway, being a radio personality mm-hmm. um, from New York all the way down here to the DMV. Mm-hmm. How long you been in the game? What got you started? Uh, let's see. I got in like right after I got out of uh, Howard. So literally, I started working on the radio like two weeks after I got out of Howard. Howard University alumni Ain't in the you, building. you know we got one in the White House. <laughs> 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 Can't tell us nothing right about now. Not for the next four years at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started, you know, I was always active at Howard. I used to be an MC, so I was always in the talent shows and, you know, trying to, you know. My mother told me that she would take care of me. As uh, long as I was in school. So my goal was to, like, try to get on before I got out of school. Right. So I wouldn't have to, you know, get a real job kind of situation. And it um it kind of worked out. I, I graduated from Howard in, like, December. Okay. Um, a little early. And then I had enough time. And I kind of lucked up and got a job on Flavor 1580, which was, like, a station uh, WPGC had put in place to kind of cock block uh KYS, because Miss right. Hughes was coming to town. Miss right, H right. was coming to town. Rivalry, rivalry. And now, you know, they, they was getting some, you know, some black money was in coming to town. You know, right, it was a right. monopoly before that. And you was able to to, to get a, a piece of that. You was able to be a part of that history. Yeah, you know what? Um, looking back, like, I didn't even realize that that was like her first major station. Okay. Because before that, you know, she was in the AM game. She had OL and, you know, she used to be on the on, uh, Northeast on the on the storefront, you right. know, she's like real old school, right, like do right. the right thing type shit, like right, walk right. up to the storefront and get a shout out. And uh, KYS was like her first big money purchase. I think it cost like 30 million or something. But, you know, I'm like 20. I'm oblivious. I'm just happy to have a business. job. You I was just... making 18,000. They was raping me. But, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It was, it was one of those get a check every week. That was that was a step up. I could pay my college loan, so. <laughs> now, 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 when you first got started, were you living on campus or? No, I never lived on campus. Like, okay. Howard was like cracked in. Their their dorms was disgusting. Right. I remember we used to look outside of like one of them dorms and it was like a whole stroll. Like it was crazy back then. I lived in the towers, if you're familiar with uh, D.C. areas, like right across the street from Howard, them little two buildings that look like good times. Yeah. I lived in one of those. The high rises. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, and, and, and like how hard was it, I mean, transitioning from, from New York? You're originally, you're from the Bronx, right? I'm from the BX. I grew up in Staten Island, though. You, you hear that? I said Bronx. She the said I'm from, the, I'm from the BX. The whole shall be calling me, yeah. 
both. I, I lived in Staten Island until I was about 16. Okay. I was born in the Bronx, then I moved to Staten Island. Right, I right. spent some time in Jersey. My mom was done with me. And, I mean, excuse me, Atlanta and kicked me out. I went to Atlanta. So it was funny. Like, I really caught that Atlanta wave in the very beginning. When, like, first when it was started. bubbling. Yeah. Man, you, talking about, like, you talking about Uncle Luke time? No, that's Miami. Florida, that's right? Miami. Okay. Um, it was like, uh, even like, I want to say before Outkast, it was just like a, a Southern buzz, but they wouldn't get no radio, remember? Because, right. you know, they it was only playing it on like mixed shows here and there. And Atlanta didn't have mixed shows. Right. You know, New York barely had mixed shows. Right. So it was a struggle. But I remember, you know, that vibe, they was like relentless and they was going to do it their way, you know? And now look, look who runs pretty much everything. everything. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. So the South, more or less. So being in radio, you know, um, seeing everything change over time because now with COVID and everything, we got a whole bunch of this whole like we said before the show started. Technology, yes. Yeah, the crazy. podcast wave is now. Mm -hmm. You know, you. But now everybody in the clubhouse now. <laughs> clubhouse, and I, I, I just got shit. hip to that. Oh man, that shit! I, it took, I got on about a week ago, and it's crazy right now. Like I, I look, I be looking for investments though. See, people be looking to, to bullshit and, and you know network, network Cloud what, chase, bro? What do you network and get? Right. Get your, get your weight up and then you won't have to network. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. nobody at this point in 2020 is going to pull you up. That's, that's dead. That's a that farce. Whole culture so is dead. If you're waiting and, and thinking and hoping and praying somebody's just going to magically pull your ass into a, a position of opportunity, you're sadly mistaken. You're, you're, what they say to you? You're bugging, son. You're bugging, son. Dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, but Clubhouse is, I was looking at it more than, as an investment thing. They're in the beta stage, meaning it's not, you know. Development, open. they don't know yeah, which direction they're really going. Yeah, it's not on the market yet. You know, they're still, like, got angel investors and shit like that. That's I look at things a little bit different than right. everybody else. Yeah. And it took you a while. How long you been uh radio personality? Uh, Damn. Over 20 years, I would Over say. Over 20? Yeah, yeah. See, I'm trying to. I don't to, sit here and count what, it like what, that. I know, but. Because I, I don't, I don't want to be like, uh, you know, cast. I hate when, Not even that. It's just that, you know, you. I, I'm very leery of uh, you're a legend or you're this or you're that. You want to stay away from that. You want to be able you to keep. They don't try to say, oh, right, on the low, on the low. This is what they do. Yo, I grew up with you in high in, in middle school. Nigga, no, you didn't. You no, you like didn't. You did right. not. Stop trying how, to act how like come, it was 40 years. Hey, 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 listen. How come anytime, and, and this, I didn't even ask your age or nothing. Anytime when it comes to anything in that area, that general area of age, time, whatever. Why women always got to emphasize? The people at home, they're just looking at you like, like you, you oh, a no, beast. I'm not, I don't run away from that. I mean, I've been doing this a while. Like, I'm not trying to compete with all that plastic surgery. I can't yeah. keep up with all that shit. I might right. melt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I like standing in the hot white light, but, right. you know, nowadays it's like a little different. It's like more of a... Um, you know, of a show. It's a visual thing. You right. know, that's why OnlyFans is hot, all of that. Like, 20 years ago, like, I don't think OnlyFans would have popped off because everything was about, you know... People weren't even the same. Yeah, it looks like People right that, now, that sexuality and, like, it's just so out in the open. Everything right. is like, every TV show has a gay couple, you know, so it's right. like, it's just... It's normal now. It's normalized, all of that. So it's, right. it's the shock value is, is like nothing. You know right. what I'm saying? But I know for me, like... 
Um, I, I prefer to say I like couture hip-hop, which is grown hip-hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not that's, into that's, the... For the people that don't know what couture, what she's referring that's to... That's that expensive that, that's, shit. And it Mature. has substance. Yeah, they, that too. So, you know, not the knock. They get into this young rappers, old rappers. You know, they don't respect this and that. I look at look at rock and roll, yo. They respect their legends. No they matter Rolling what. Stones do a concert, they sold out in 10 minutes. It should be the same for Run DMC, let's say, or, you right. know, um, and then, and then, NWA, and, or, and, you know what I'm saying? And, and this is going to refer to, because I am definitely going to, I'm, I'm just starting my own thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to rebrand this mm-hmm. because my show, because people, everybody that's ever been on, my, on this show, first thing they think of, yo, please don't make fun of like, like please don't roast me. Eddie. You know he he he's been. He's a, a comedian though. He should but be ready He was for that. on edge. Like, soon, hey, what's up, man? Hey, listen, man, I'm gonna just tell you like this. Yo, big headed. Hey, so, hey, hold on, Ed. We're not See, even going See, it's different there. when other people have a mic. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like when you when you on the stage and you're the only one with a mic and somebody yeah. starts talking shit, you got them. You yeah, know? Right. You can amplify what you're saying, but I mean, you know? even even right here, when it comes when it comes to roasting, it's like I'm I was I was consider myself a bully at this point because. I don't roast people because I just I know how creative my mind is, mm-hmm. and, and and it's been proven. Like uh, it's projects that haven't been released yet, but it's been proven. Mm-hmm. So, but nevertheless, back to you, Steph. What are some of the because you you have uh, you know I went on your Instagram and y'all can follow Steph at Steph Lover on Instagram. Steph Lover spell one hundred spell L O V A. Because it, it took me 10 minutes to find your shit. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Steph Level 100 on Instagram. I've seen that you interviewed some of the biggest names in the industry. Yeah, I've been doing this for a little while. Like, you know, it doesn't... I mean, it's. I'm just trying to leave a legacy. You know, I want people to remember me, like, for having a lot of integrity and some morals in this shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't think anybody could ever say I've been bought or sold, you know? Like, I stand 10 toes down. Like, this is what it is. I've taken some L's, but I've taken some some nice W's, too. You know, yeah. you got to take the wins with the losses. Like, I don't think Michael Jordan won 100 games out of 100. Right. So, right. that's how I look at it. I'm just, you know, trying to get better each year. Um, trying to, you know, do things smarter. That's, my motto is smarter, not harder. You know, people like to take the hard road. The I'm grinding. I'm like, nigga, you gonna die you, slow. Why are you like, doing that? get out you of here. Burn yourself out. Exactly. You know, like I'm. It's a marathon. You know the old cliche. It's you know they run and run the race. It's yeah. a marathon. You know, you gotta now, pace yourself. Now, was there ever a situation you were in where you're interviewing a big name and you face starstruck stardom? Oh hell yeah, Whitney Houston. Um, Rest in peace to her. Yeah, to a, to a, Whitney was like. It was it's crazy because she was super high, and I when knew you it. interviewed her. Yeah, I knew she, it. She was wiping her nose and shit. She was doing the, you know, the. the I grew up in the hood, so you know. The, uh-huh. Y'all know. As soon as you start smoking crack, your voice changed yeah. instantly. That's that baker soda. <laughs> <laughs> Those who who know know what I'm talking right. about. If you know, you know. <laughs> But she was super cool, you know, and I, I'm mad I didn't even take a picture. Like, I was, that's how starts, you know how you be that stuff, you forget, like, the shit is in your mind. You're like, yeah. Then I'm like, no, oh, my God. So we have, like, no, I don't know where that interview is, but uh, that was, that was like, big interview her. And um, I remember interviewing, uh, damn, Quincy Jones, and he had on Frank Sinatra's ring, and he let me try on Frank Sinatra's ring. Where was this at? 
It was at Hot 97 when I was doing the morning show. Wow. It was stuff like that. that Quincy Jones, if y'all remember who Quincy he's Come responsible on, don't for even do Fresh it. If you don't Prince know who Quincy Bel-Air, is, I mean, kill yourself. <laughs> come on, y'all. No, don't do that. Not, not during COVID. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. I don't want nobody <laughs> to take that the wrong way. You know, it's social so, media so, shit. So strong, you know? So sensitive. Strong as this goddamn whiskey, homeboy, just getting me. You I know, mean, it's moonshine. That moonshine is no, and I'm drinking it like it's wine. Fuck you, knowledge. I can't believe he would give me a cup of I this I got a death. THC business, name. we talk about this, but I, we sell uh, infused drinks. Infused drinks? Yeah. That's the way, too. I should have brought you some. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on drugs. I'm always on drugs. Yeah, aren't we all at this yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, if, if you're not Everybody. on drugs, you just... You just Taking this hardship on the chin, hey, mm-hmm. more power to you. It's in Oregon, they just passed the law that, you know, you get caught with light heroin. A little bit of heroin, they're going to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> heroin, I said, ain't that a bitch? Damn. Crack. Everything, any hard drugs, they're going to like, you know, if it's a little bit, they're going right. to let you slide. And that's know? how it should be because we ain't the ones bringing that shit in here. So. Make a mistake. My bad. I don't know. Slap on the wrist. Keep it pushing. So, Steph. Yeah, talk to me. What do I need to do if I'm trying to get on that level? Because I know you said networking. Like me, I'm, I am I have no problem with networking, but I'm under in the understanding, you know, being a standing comedian, you got to put yourself on. I mean, you, you do a lot of shit. Like, you got a great following. Like, you just got to, you know, be true to what you're doing. Like, you, I mean, you can't trace nobody. Like, right. make your own blueprint. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the, the idea in this game is to fill the voids. It's right. so many people that want to emulate, right. you know, like they want to carbon copy. But... There's already a Jay-Z. There's already a Chris Tucker. There's already a, uh, you know, Kevin Hart. So, like, who are you going to be? You going to be hilarious? Oh, like, oh, you know, do your own thing. Y'all know thing. what time it is. Yeah, do your own thing. Like, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with being, you know, new and different. You might tap into something that ain't been tapped before. Fuck around, get a gold rush, <laughs> you right. know? Like, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Like, and I'm not looking for... Remember like, the some, baby who used to have the babe, the diaper on? People forget that. A lot that. of people don't even remember him for Yo, that. Yo, I remember you had to the be there first to know time that. I seen him, he had literally had a diaper, a diaper on and was like shit and spitting the rhyme. And I was just like, whoa. This is far-fetched. But he, that's how crazy he was trying to, you Make know, it. and look at him now. Shit, man. And the way I, the way I look at it, because it was a, a point in time, you know, you know, I got kids now. So, mm-hmm. like you you mentioned before, Leo Yeah, I have legacy. a 13-year-old. Yes. You got a 13-year-old? Yes, yes. Boy, boy, I have girl? a daughter. Yeah. Daughter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is she, is she hooping? Is she tall like you? She tall. She definitely hoops, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Did you play ball back in the day? No, no, no. no. You were just tall and fine. Mm, yeah, I didn't know a lot. Little, little red I got, bone. I got elbow. I remember I got elbowed in the chest. Like, when my chest was growing, like, all the females, you know, when your chest is growing, it's, like, super sensitive. sensitive. I got deboed in the chest, R.I.P. Tiny, and I, th- I remember throwing the ball over the fence. Like my dad was like, "Where's your basketball?" I was like, "I don't know. Somebody stole that, that shit." Like that was you, end of my you career. Was on the court, felt like you was pledging. End of my career. Like <laughs> hell nah. But you know, she's she she loves it. Like she also plays piano, and um, that's she was good. in um this little BET movie. She's a little actress too, so oh, she's well rounded. You know. I mean, you got a mother that's well rounded, so you yeah, gonna she put her probably, in a position yeah, to win. Yeah, it's just funny. We was just on a set visiting uh, a friend of mine, Tracy Braxton. And they was like, oh, she's perfect for this scene. And threw her right in the damn scene. I said, okay. She had she had braids in her hair. And uh, it was like an orphanage scene. So she worked out perfect. I guess all the Yo. kids in the orphanage just braided up. Shit, I guess. Yo, worked sh- out, though. Sh- shout out to all the people that still tuned in, man. I got uh, What's up, y'all? an incredible special guest. 
the phone lines are now open. We're going to continue to talk about some of the things. We're going to move into talking about things that are happening right now um, in society and hip hop and uh, continue to stay on with this. You're tuned in right now. It's time to cook something with Hilarious Omar. Thank y'all for being here. <coughs> that moonshine oh. fucking you up. I need some water. You need some water? <coughs> you don't got Jeez. no bottles of water? You, you got anything on the filter in the fridge? Ooh. Huh? Tap. You should. Yeah, can you give me a little side, crack in the side, cup of water, That moonshine. Be careful. That's it with that. I had to ask him, did he already try to moonshine before I came? Because I can't drink that. That uh, shit got my eyes watering. One Jeez. of my great aunts, she died because they fucked up the batch. <laughs> Off the moonshine? Yeah, you know this shit is illegal. Oh, like, yeah, I real, know they real. can mess up the batch like that. Yes, like it could, it could literally deteriorate your esophagus if they oh, do it wrong. Shit. So I asked that nigga if he drank something for he said, deteriorate your esophagus. No, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, right now, you know, COVID is a big thing. Well, you know, it's one of the, the most, the, the scariest diseases that's been put out in the world. And, you know, I feel differently about COVID-19 than a lot of people do. Mm. You know, my whole thing is protect yourself and be as safe as you can. But don't. Let it run your life, because I'm be honest with you, ain't for for as serious as they they've made COVID, not enough. I want to see, and this is real shit, y'all. I want to see motherfuckers dying in front. Like if I go to the bank, <laughs> I want to see a motherfucker die before they cash their check. Like that's the type of shit I need to see so I know the severity of it. Not enough people are dying in front of me. Like, nah, I want, don't say that. Oh, that no, shit I'm just, is. A, I'm just saying. That shit is a terrible disease. I know it is. My family's been affected directly. Mine too. And Mine too. at the same time, we've had other diseases that have been just as bad, if not worse, than COVID, and the America didn't react to it. But this shit is like different because, you know, God forbid, like, you know, two people could get sick, same age, same health, everything, and one could live, one could die. That's the only right. thing. It's like COVID is like Thanos out here. Like, you just, right. you don't know, you know, it's people, you know, young, 26, get it, die. Right. Somebody, you know, 78, get it and live. So right. it's, it's that's the scary part to me, you know? Because at first they was like, oh, it's old people. You know, old people get it, it's over. But hell no. They that's, keep on finding new shit about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and the shit is mutating it. all kind of shit. You see that that, that boy just uh, collapsed on the, um, playing basketball in Florida? Yeah. He had COVID a few months ago. So now they're saying it, like, does something after you you know, got better. The shit right. still has lingering effects. It so comes back. He just like passed out, like now, big six, eight healthy. Now my, ass my thing is, if it's this dangerous, if it's this lethal, and it's they say fourteen days, right? Yeah, the incubation. Why not shut down everything? For give give Americans a certain amount of time. Because them their damn Trump supporters, niggas <laughs> don't care. They want. <laughs> Yo, this is, yo, this is America. Like, you know, don't catch them slipping out. I'd rather them shut everything down for a nice duration of time. Whether, even if it was a month. Let's get it all under control. When I look at everything, I really observe. I don't, one thing that I keep up with constantly is what's happening in society. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you think you can keep up with everything that they're doing, you cannot. But I try my best to. And I notice that when things did start to get better, okay, people didn't stop practicing what they were supposed, what they were told to do to prevent the disease. 
Next thing you know, the election come, it spikes. Because everybody thought it was just going to go away. Once mm-hmm. this election is done, it's just going to go away. I'm like, no, it's not. Nah, it's not It's not going no way, especially if people keep still doing the stupid, you know, stuff they now, doing. Now, the fact that it spiked and people were doing what they were supposed to do, like, I feel like there's an agenda attached to this. Oh, definitely. They're going to, I mean, the way I see it, like, they're going to force, obviously, people in worse circumstances to get it before... Right. You know, the wealthy, they're right. going to, in my opinion, they're going to tie it to, you know, something like welfare or or uh, food stamps. Um, and if that doesn't work, then they said they're going to tie it to, I believe, like getting on a plane. You're not going to be able to get on a plane because, you, know, you know, close Jobs. you are on a plane. Then if that ultimately doesn't work, they're going to start stopping people at like the tolls. Right. Like trying to get, like say in and out of a state, right? Like certain states on, on being jerk offs. Like yeah, they're gonna stop you right at the major toll. You know things of that nature. So I think eventually, I mean, you go, you can put it off for as long as you you want to. But it's it's happening. Everybody's is yeah. Like it's gonna they're gonna do it like you know when a kid is born and you got to get your first little bit of shots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what. For I the think. people tuning in from home, we'd like to know what you think about COVID nineteen. You know, should this be something that you should allow to run your life or should you continue to stay safe but continue your life as as, as regular as possible as far as routine? So we'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, the number is on the toolbar at the bottom. You can go ahead and call in now. We're, we're, we are accepting callers. Yeah, the COVID-19 thing, you know, when it first happened, I did everything I possibly could do to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go out. Like, I didn't even, I still got a COVID body because I refuse. <laughs> everybody I got COVID I, I body. I think I had it already. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, But I think everybody. Yeah, I like, think I had it and didn't, you know, know and just. By being, by being, you know, an airborne disease or virus, it's impossible. Mm. Even CDC said masks can't even prevent it for real. Like, it helps you not spread it through your physical germs, like on, in your saliva and everything. But. You know, I know people that never came out, you know, got their groceries delivered, got sick, ended up in the hospital. Yep, same shit. Listen, it is what it is. If it's your turn, it it's is what it is. Turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Like, you know, Ellen DeGeneres got that shit. She got like half a billion dollars. Where, 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 where was she? And who was she around? You're supposed to protect the cash cow. Right. And she got it. So that's telling me like. Tom Hanks. You, know, you can't insulate. He got it too? Tom yeah. Hanks got it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know he got Shanti. it when it, first came, when it first hit. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hanks. I was thinking of Tom Cruise. Um, but, you know, you can't insulate yourself but so much. Like, if you don't, they don't know, so it is what it is. Like, I'm prepared either way. I'm trying to be safe and trying to, but like I said, I think I already had it. Like, back in March, I had a had the flu, a little cold, but in my mind, I was like, nah. Damn. Yeah. It's like, nah, everybody I was like, nah, shit. yeah, I was like, nah, in my mind. I think part of the <laughs> shit is psychological, too, because a friend of mine, he got it. He called me like he was dead already. He was like, yo, I got that shit. I just called to tell you I love you. I was like, calm down, nigga. Damn. Like, when you, when you get positive? He was like, yesterday. I was like, all right, bro, you asymptomatic. If you're not coughing right. and your chest isn't no heavy. And he just immediately equated it with death. Now immediately. To the, to the people looking at this from home, don't be so concerned from about COVID that you wearing a mask but forgetting to put on condoms, all right? HIV and AIDS <laughs> is still fucking households up, all right? 
So don't be stupid. You see how fast they found a cure for this, but still ain't found a cure for AIDS and still ain't found a cure for cancer. Like, y'all need to work as hard on that shit as y'all did on this. Right. For real. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow, don't get me wrong, if shit get real, because it can get worse. If shit get real. Well, we all be more. Be more been fucking up. <laughs> be more been party, a little secret party. Not just, not and just shit. Baltimore. Shit, Atlanta. Atlanta. The whole Texas. Atlanta. Shit. Omaha, Nebraska. All them niggas with Republican governors and shit that don't care about nobody. They, they, you wonder why they lost the election? Because they killing all they voters. Like, they, they let them, you know, it's a 50-50 like coin flip. Oh, you know, we don't want to infringe on your constitutional rights. Six months later, you're dead. Like, we ain't got to worry about your constitutional rights. They, I don't see why they don't get that part, you know? Like, damn. At this point... Everybody knows somebody that got affected by the COVID shit. Everybody. At this point, it's Everybody. over three hundred thousand people. Come on. Even even if you lying, you know you know you felt irregular. That was probably the COVID. But I'm talking about deaths. Like my aunt passed away. You said you had somebody. Yeah. At this point, we can ask the producer. Everybody, Everybody has knows somebody. somebody. So stop acting like the shit is not real. It's, it's most real. definite. It's Would you real. wait for the shit to land on your front door? Right. You know, like I'm scared to death. My mother has all those. You know, uh, uh, pre, uh, pre pre yeah. So could you imagine the guilt of you know be being selfish, trying to live out doing your, your life thing, and wilding. then go get the shit to Nana? Right. Like, come on, bro. Like, I mean, that's the part that I don't understand. Where people just gotta get that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it might not be you, but it might be you know the the head of the family, the 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 big mama. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm just scared that that. We're not going to get back to normal, man. It's the new normal. We're not going back to how shit was. Like, right. I'm, I'm knowing too much now. Control. You think it's too many people was getting money? Too many black people was getting money? Figuring this shit out? Yeah, the, the COVID shit, like, was, was great for me for, like, financially. Like, yeah. I told you, like, I'm an investor. Like, I was peeping mad <laughs> shit. Like, you, you know. You did one of them loans, baby. I'm just trying to say, like, you know, it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of shit going on, you know. It's like, but yeah. those that are dependent on, like, you know, who took it, who got hit, entertainers, you know, a lot it, of entertainers. Entertainers are taking the biggest hit. like yourself that's right. used to live performances. And We're taking the biggest hit. I had a whole tour right before this shit really hit and we shut down. I had a whole tour, my mm -hmm. first tour, funny in real life tour. What was that? Oh shit! That might have been the producer. <laughs> Uh, funny in real I life tour. That was like you know when he when you said your tour. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Sixteen cities. All had I had to cancel everything, everything from the up and down the East Coast all the way to Colorado Midwest. I had to cancel it. And then I'm thinking, you know, all right, after the summertime, I'll be able to do the second leg of the tour. Mm -hmm. Nope. So it's really I affecting people. I thought this was gonna be like three months, to be honest. Yeah. It's like three, four months. We on the tenth month right now. We're on the tenth month. This shit started in what late February. Yeah. In the 10th month at this point. But, you know, I'm an eternal optimist. I hate, you know, I don't want the viewers to be sitting here like we Debbie Downer and shit. Like, oh, yeah. I, I feel like, look, they got the vaccine. of the show. You know what I'm saying? They got some of the, the, the vaccine is cool. You know, whoever need it, give it to them first, I guess, unless you're sick. Or, you know. I, I've been seeing the commercials. right? Not the commercials. I've been seeing the news, watching the news. They are pushing this vaccine on African Americans the most, the hardest. Yeah, black lady helped... Uh, you know, they try to throw that out there. A black woman, X, Y, and Z. And then the so black, the black woman was the first lady in New York to get the shot. Like, Fuck I... all of that shit. 
The black I... woman was probably the first motherfucker, the first female to slap a nigga in the face for disrespecting her. Listen, mm, I don't probably, care. Probably. Certain things don't hold any weight to the conscious mind. I'm not taking the vaccine until, for one, I'm not even gonna say until. I was saying that to please people that agreed that the vaccine. <laughs> let me let me be honest with y'all. A virus, which is what we're dealing with, a virus. There is no cure for a virus. The one man that used holistic remedies to cure viruses was Dr. Sebi. And they didn't killed his ass. They killed him. Yeah. So for them to say that they got a, a, a vaccine within less than a year that, that's effective and works, and you're trying to use it, yo, you're not going to kill me like that. Oh, it's money in the treatment, you know? It's not money in the cure. No money in the cure. Money it's money in, in the, the treatment. treatment. Remember that. So they're never going to, they're not going to focus on the cure is focused on the treatment. Now, if it was a way for the people to keep COVID alive long enough or they could drag you out for 20 years to pay for some mysterious shit, they would have did that, but they can't. It was killing people off too quick. So they had to come up with this vaccine. Vincent says, What's up, anyone, Vinny? What's up, Vinny? What, has anyone paid attention to the planes spraying the sky constantly? Yes, I have. The what? Planes. Mm-mm. I have. Like, I'm the type of dude, I don't go to sleep until like 4 in the morning most of the time. So around 2 a.m., you know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I hear planes every now and then mm. coming through. And I don't live near BWI Airport. Mm. I, pay, I do pay attention to that, Vinny. I'm glad that you pointed that out. At the end of the day, one of the world's population, I mean, one of the world's priorities is population control. Make no mistake about it. Mm -hmm. All right? Oh, shit. Uh, Sorry about that. But to get off the COVID-19, just make sure you wear your mask and do your best to try to uh, prevent the spread of it. Uh, to move on to the next topic at hand, we got a versus battle. Speaking of COVID, Ashanti uh, had to back out of the versus, the intended date, which was... Uh, I didn't think that was a good battle. You thought that was a good battle? No, it's lopsided. I Pe didn't, people, mm. see, the hood is always going to go for the hood hero. I didn't think that was a good battle because... It's lopsided. To me, Keisha Cole got way more joints. The only Ashanti joint I can think of off the top is Foolish. But you can that's only it. think of it. And that's only because Terry Howard is in it, really. But but look at how long ago Ashanti was hot. And now Keisha Cole, she's more new. Yeah. At the end of the day. When, that, when, that was a push, I, I would say. I went to YouTube, right? Because I know the hood wants Keisha Cole to win, right? Because mm -hmm. she, she, what they say? Oakland. She sings, she sings with pain. Uh, like I, I got it, and no, this is nothing against Kishiko. I looked at both of their resume, like the hits that they got. Mm -hmm. Ashanti was marketed more mainstream than Keisha Cole was. Mm -hmm. When it comes to these verses, that's all people going tap into. Is the mainstream? What are they familiar with? That's why when if you look at Jeezy and Gucci, right? Gucci used the verses. I I know I got an archive of good music. Yeah, he had but more street shit. But this is what I'm doing shit. now. Yeah, yeah. People are like, hold on, wait. I know what the fuck Jeezy playing right now. Like, I remember this. I was at the club. I bought these two bitches drinks. And the one <laughs> dude, the one bitch ain't tell me she had a nigga with her. This motherfucker knocked me out. I never forget that Jeezy <laughs> motivation was playing. That nigga had, was motivated to knock me the fuck out that night. Did so, you, can, I, can I scratch the lay on that and just get just a little bit deeper? Sure. Because like I said, I always try to see something a little bit different. The mere fact that those two black men were in the same room after allegedly one of them sent somebody to kill the other one and the other one killed the other one right. is utterly amazing to me. Like, just the mere fact that they put 
all of that to the side to put this on for us, the right. fans. At that point where Jeezy, when he did that that song that about smoking Jeezy uh, Homeboy, and Jeezy stood up, I was like, this Smoke, shit smoking, about to level. go left. I, but I'm so glad it different. It didn't because Miss Stacey Adams was at the beginning of that urging people to vote. So hip-hop is on another level right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they're watching. They're constantly watching us, waiting for us to fuck up. Right. And sometimes we deliver. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But sometimes, like in that moment, because Jeezy got a talk show. You know, like it's other shit at stake. So right. if he'd have popped off, I could you could Not just see him, the money flying out the window. Exactly. Anybody. But the fact that everybody kept they cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I know that was hard to swallow because he, he did kill his homeboy, but homeboy <laughs> was there to kill him. So it's 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 one of those things that X out each other. But oh, I swear to God, that was such a powerful thing for me. And I hope everybody else picked up on how powerful that was. You know, when somebody sends somebody to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and y'all both got to kind of just eat it and just move on. And they did. And it I hear was, that going on tour. It was when powerful. When back, yeah. I really appreciated the fact that two brothers from their backgrounds and from their their their, their lineage were able to um, both pretty much be bigger men. That's what I'm trying I, to say. I loved it. Shit could have went left. However, to go back to what you mentioned earlier in the show, mm. A lot of the younger aspiring hip hop artists and, and current hip hop artists would look at that as old niggas getting old and doing old nigga shit versus, no, this is honestly, this is how you conduct yourself as, if you're a real man, this is how you go about conducting business and relationships. So what's the other way to do it? The way they um, did King Vaughn? That's the other way that's to the do only, it? That's, that, 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 that's, that, that's that, idiotic. That like. is the dumbest, but see, here's the thing. What I don't like about hip hop is that everybody is willing to push that culture. Murder, murder, fuck this bitch, fuck that bitch, get your money, kill him, rob him, you're gonna be successful. They're pushing that so much to the minds of the youth that listen to them. But this is a different time, oh, these, these kids is advanced. They know that's bullshit. They know these chicks is plastic surgery beat up. They know these niggas go home and their kids is in private school and they live right. in gated communities. Fuck. And I'm, if you don't know, you are being a fool. Exactly. To not understand the game. And and here's the Drinking thing. Drinking the Kool-Aid Here's shit. the thing I had to learn. I had to understand, like, from how I got my claim to fame, I did a lot of stuff because I'm, I am from the hood. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my audience is from the hood. In the hood, you got public school, you got underfunding, you got a whole bunch of trauma. So when I started to show that there's two sides of this thing, like there's one thing that I can do to entertain you, but at the same time, I'm not going to give you the entertainment without giving you, informing mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it's got to be balanced. And when I started to give them that inf informative balance, I started getting pushback from a lot of people, which let me, and it took me a long time to understand, sometimes you got to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. Because that's Lauren Hill said it. I had a motherfucker so them ignorant niggas hear me. Sometimes right. you gotta meet them where they at. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes like people, I get it. You know, my era or you know the era I love, it was like a, mu a message in the music. Yeah. Like now they don't want to hear that shit. This is like really, you know, the 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 the, the teenagers or the young uh, adults that they don't want to hear that shit. Like you know what I mean? And I get that, but. 
you want to make it to your 40s. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no glory in dying at 25. Dying young. There's really, like... Nobody going to come to your grave. Like, after, after, after you two... Yeah, care about you ain't going to come to your funeral. Exactly. After you might not even got money for your funeral because you don't even got life insurance. So the people that you love and really care about, you they ain't leaving mad, them nothing They got behind. a GoFund for your shit type of thing. It's embarrassing because you was just Listen. on the gram flexing. $20 bills all over the Instagram and you don't even got money for your funeral. What is you two broke to be killing or getting killed. You know what I, uh, the the rapper that I love, I think he's so smart, he's so young, NL, uh, NLE Chopper. I mean, just if you look at his gram and some of the stuff he says, I'm like, this kid is wise behind, beyond his years because he gets it. He you know? gets it. He, he's, you know, he's investing. He's, I mean, he seen that video with Dex and was like, yo, somebody help this kid. Like, he's not like, yeah, look at my all fucked up, this and that. Like, you, we all. See, I don't know if you've seen that video. I've seen it. But come on, them niggas was egging him on. Like this Yo, fan, man looked fans. like he was really in psychosis in that shit. Like foaming at the mouth. I mean, he's not on no light. He on some heavy narcotics. Yeah. You dig? Like that's that's some dope thing lean on the corner from the the late seventies in a shaft movie type shit. Like Darn. you know. And what is he, 24, 25? Like, in his early 20s. My nigga, straight dope fiend. Like, it's crazy. Is the culture going to change, ultimately? It always does. It always, that's how we survive, yo. Hip-hop, hip-hop, that's how we survive, you know? Think about it. We went from the big, long, white tees, hockey jerseys, right. to, to button-ups. What right. you know right. what I'm saying? Now we on some thousand dollar jeans shit. Like it's ridiculous. It's expensive to be a hip hop right now. This kids, you did? Is, this kids is going to middle school to dress better than me. Them wigs is eight hundred a pop, dude. Like what? Like yo, I'm trying to tell you, it's expensive, but we can afford it. Like hip hop can afford it. You know, hip hop is approaching what forty years old now. Right. Started back in the seventies or something. It's it's. It's at a real big crossroads, I think, because, you know, we know better, so we got to do better. Got to do better. You know, but it's a, it's a young man's sport. Remember, we started out with that. It's a, I don't want to say young man, but it's a young person's sport, I right. would say. But I feel like every time we start to turn a new leaf, like 21 Savage had an awakening, I think, when he came out a lot. a lot. Remember that? Mm-hmm. A lot. You, you know better, you do better. You but know? Here's, here's my thing. I feel like the labels are smart enough to understand we finance this person to be in this position. We always got somebody on the shelf willing to do what we need them to do to make the music that we want them to make to replace you. Of course. We'll make somebody hot overnight. Of course. Yeah, that was the, remember that was the shiny suit syndrome. Everybody was on a shiny suit because that shit was what made money. Then in comes DMX. That's what you desired, boy. Yeah. You remember that shit, the shiny, uh, mm -hmm. you talking it's about the jean jackets and all that? Dollar. Remember Diddy said, it's a hundred million dollar shiny suit. And, you know, then DMX came You remember with that the, shiny shoe shit? Motherfucker had the whole FUBU set mm -hmm. with the shiny shoes to go with it. And now look at look at DMX. He came in. He got with the the grungy get at me dog shit. You know. Yo, DMX probably had the the, the least amount of money put in his music video production. That motherfucker was wore wife beating half his music videos. He was saving that music money. video. Ball head. He cut it himself. No stylist necessary. One one chain on. Sometimes no chain. Jeans in. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I love DMX. First time I met DMX, he was he used to be out here in Baltimore, crazy. I love DMX. He 
I thought he was from Baltimore. He was the like, way he was rapping? Ah, from Yonkers. I'll just be out here. He loved Baltimore. I'm Yo. trying to tell you. Anytime talk to DMX, he'll tell you a hundred stories about Baltimore. What's some of, what's some of the wildest interviews you've had? Like like, and I want you to think about like environment that you had to be in to get an interview or party you might have been invited to. You really been in the industry. That's what people people at home y'all need to understand. <laughs> she really been. She really done seen some shit. Invited to the parties that you wanted to go into, and so and so supposed to be showing up, and the motherfucker don't come until too much of that shit. I'm writing a book. I mean, I ain't Vlad. I ain't Vlad. Yeah, right, right. I ain't Vlad. Get somebody locked up and shit. I ain't Vlad. I'm just yo. All right, I'll tell you a Vlad story. Okay, give me the Vlad. uh, Um, everybody shitting on Vlad. Vlad's okay, but it is kind of weird when you know people get into these urban spaces and forget, or try to you know promote a different agenda than, you know, the space that they're in. Like, don't forget where you at, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Vlad, um, you know, Vlad was on the radio. Like, Vlad was just a a radio DJ. Okay. And then I guess he got the brilliant idea of, uh, you know, kind of approaching Rick Ross and asking him, (laughs) was he really a a cop or a CO? And, you know, what happened happened in this video. And um, Vlad had called me um, asking, you know, about a lawyer and shit like that, like what he should do and this and that. Um, And I was like, bro, I don't know shit, whatever, you know. And then it's like. Oh, Rick Ross was trying to get at him for that? Nah, he, he, he sued Rick Ross. He started Vlad TV with the money he got from Rick Ross after Mm. Rick Ross and him beat his ass, more or less. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, um, but, you know. When you push buttons, you poke the bears. So if you notice, and, and here's proof of this shit. If you look on Vlad TV, there's no Rick Ross nothing. You'll never see a story about Rick Ross on Vlad TV or, or Meek Mills or any Anything of Anything associated with Rick Anything Ross. Anything associated with Maybach Music. So now that I told y'all that, look on Vlad TV and see if you see any artist from Maybach Music on Vlad TV. Look, he's smiling. Look, he's, look, he knows. He knows what time it is. some real shit. Hey, y'all, again, thanks for tuning in with us. It's time to cook something. Y'all already know what time it is. Oh, Special shit. guest, Steph Lever, in the building. I'm about to get cooked. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. So, it's time to cook something to the people at home. I know a lot of people have came and tuned into my channel or to my show, and they think that this is going to be a whole show of me roasting different people and all that. I have come, come up with a brilliant idea of making that an uh, 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 a... Uh, a segment of the show okay. where we gonna start looking for the hottest up and coming roasters in the DMV area, anybody willing to travel. We gonna take two contestants every week and y'all gonna duke it out 30 seconds apiece, uh, three rounds, and we gonna let the people at home pick their winner and then you gonna keep on advancing and we gonna have a grand prize at the end. That's the way I'm gonna do that and I'm changing the name of the overall show. But, hey. What's the name of the show gonna be? I don't want to get that out yet. Because then how you going? That shit fire. Then, then you fire. ain't going to be cooking no more. That's too fire. We are going to cook. We are going to cook. I promise you. Why you changed the name? Yeah, you don't think so? <laughs> no, we still can cook. I really thought we, we was going to cook something. I didn't eat shit. I was like, oh, he shit. He oh, you, th- you thought you was going to come in? Yeah, you came in with empty stomach? You yeah, fucked up, Steph. No, I know, I know. All I know I do is make breakfast. <laughs> yeah, listen. Burnt toast of coffee. So you mentioned something that was major What's when that? it comes to the violence in hip hop. And this is something that I wanted to do a video on. I probably still will. I think a big part of the system is fatherlessness. You mentioned you have a, a nine-year-old? 13. 13. 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a nine-year-old. You got a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. 
Is your father is the child's father still in your son's life? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Daughter. Mm-hmm. Daughter. Why am I? I'm all because that moonshot moon moon kicking in. Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> that moonshot kicking in might so, take advantage of old before I leave out of here. I don't know. Get stuff. I don't know. Hey, right, listen. Close Zoom call. <laughs> Yo, that's what I, yo, Steph, you dope as fuck. Um, one thing that I see is a, a growing issue, and it needs to stop because it's, it's disgusting to me, is when two people value each other enough to lay down with each other, have sexual intercourse, they have a child, and all of a sudden they part ways. But whether it's the mother or the father, one of them may not want to co-parent due to the yeah. failure of the relationship. And I think that what we're seeing now, if you tie in the crack epidemic, the whole... Yeah, a lot of crack babies. Now it's going to be a whole bunch of COVID babies. A whole bunch of those. Oh, my God. A whole bunch of those. This is going to be a bunch of COVID babies. Wearing a mask, no condom. Shit, I know I'm going to have at least 50 baby shower invites come April. And I ain't God, going to none of them. I don't even believe in COVID yo, babies. I can't afford it. So if you Shit. conceived your child during COVID... Look, my godmother's slate is full, nigga. I can't be nobody else godmother. I can't afford it. God damn. For yo, real, for real. But seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of... This whole, this whole culture that we won't fix as far as laying down with each other, having children, and, and not being interested in but co-parenting. You know, but I'm tired oh, of that you shit, You know what? I, I have to disagree with you. No bullshit because you guys, like the guys from like two, two, 2000 and on, y'all fight for y'all kids. I love to see it. Yeah. I be seeing dudes, you know, and if it's volatile, it's because they want to see their kid. It's right. not because they running. So you'd be okay if I killed my baby mother? No, nah, don't do that. Don't all do that. Right. Then you'll never see your kid. You said you was okay with the volatile. No, no, no. I'm just saying dudes be like really thugging it out. They be going to court. They spend big money. Used to they used to just walk away and yeah. then the kid come chasing them twenty years later after they successful, they wanna be in their life. Nah, dudes nowadays I know a lot of I have a lot of friends that they thug it out with the mother because they wanna see their kids. And that's commendable to me because they know how it feels. You know, yeah. some of them know, I'm not talking about all of them, right. but some of them know how that feels to feel abandoned or, you know, not you know, like have the daddy daughter dance, you right. know, that's beautiful to see. Like, you know, my, my daughter father, he comes to my daughter games and, you know, she goes crazy. Like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm at every goddamn game right. and you right. don't go this crazy. But it's just, it's different with you guys. Like, I want y'all, to, I want all the guys out there to know the power y'all have to influence y'all children, yo. Like, the moms, we really the disciplinarians. We there to keep them in line. Nurture. But the, the dads, man, the dads are there to really, you know what I'm saying, put that battery in their back. And I mean, it's, it's so hard to describe them. I'm, I'm just happy my daughter father, like, you know, he's active. You know, it could I'm be happy. worse. It could. That's Steph, how I I'm look happy. at it. I'm happy that you allow that man to be in his daughter's life. I mean, we had our, you know, we we had our body blows, it. but you get to a point where you like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who gonna lose in the end? Like, he the has other children, you know. So it's just it's at, at a point where like, listen, bro, let's just co-parent and. You know, she's 13. Well, we got a f- eight more years before she on her own. And, I, and after that, I'm like, listen, figure that shit right, out. Like, right, right, You know, but we at, we at the end. The tough now, part now why, is now over. Why, now, why would you, being being a woman, why do you feel like there's so many, because um, I, I got to be honest, you know, I think that women, based off of history, and if you probably looked at the data, there are a lot of single moms out there. 
Hell yeah. So why do you think that in those instances, because I've seen a lot of men that don't want nothing to do with their child, and the woman chases after, like, no, you're going to be here. But then the oh, men that actually want to be there, there's a lot of women out there that are like, hell not nah, doing everything, but... but. I mean, those are, you know... those. You are, think it's, do you think it's fatherless issues in their own personal life? Do you think it's not knowing... You, you think it's past trauma? Like, I mean, it's what's tough. Causing... It's, it's, a, it's a combination of all of that. Like, I, you know, you you can't, like, singularly say, hey, it's this, that, or a third, because you don't know each person's, you know, circumstance or right. what have you. Um, I, I, I just think it's a lot, you know. Um, look at the way, you know, sex is so normalized, like we talked about that, you know, right. on TV or, you know, look at uh, MTV when they did uh, 16 and Pregnant. You know, I know chicks that was trying to get on that show because they wanted to be famous. It ain't, you, you know, yeah. it's craziness. So it's just a lot of that sensationalism that, you know, I don't know. But I just think that, you know, everybody got to look at their circumstances. For the ladies out there, if you know this man got six, seven children, six, seven baby mothers, even four or five, maybe that's not a dude you might want to be laying down with. He's extra fertile, number one. Right. Number two, look at his track record. So I have to... You know, I can't blame the man all the time. There's a lot of dudes out there that's, you know, piece of shit. They want to avoid, you know. But a lot of rich dudes, you know, like, look at Future. At, at this point, if you lay down and try and get pregnant by Future, that's on you, sis. Right. That's on you. Like, I can't put that on Future. I'm like, we already know how he give it up. Right. Or he don't give it up right, <laughs> after right. you give it up. So that's on you, sis. So a lot of ladies... Just take care, you know, take care, take care of your responsibility. Do your research, you know. No, can I get some of that lemonade? Don't just look at, uh, you know, how much you think he's making or the jury or whatever. Look at everything. Google right. that man, goddamn. Especially if he in the limelight, you know. If I, I feel like if you really love the person that you're with, really love, even if you, that person and you do not work out, because you love them, you care about their overall happiness, and you want them to win in life. So if you have a child with them, you can't even say it was it was really love if you, okay, we ain't working. You ain't going to see your son no more. You ain't mm -hmm. going to see your daughter no more. You can't do that because at the end of the day, the motherfucker wasn't a piece of shit when y'all was fucking. Mm, facts. And in relationship. Mm -hmm. But now that, 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 that it's come to a point where the relationship takes a turn and it's a halt. And he want to see one other people or she want to see other people. Yo, the child had nothing to do with that. They deserve both parents. Yes, we can parent by ourselves individually, but that's not how parenting was intended. It goes back to what you said with about trauma. You know, a lot of, you know, uh, people of color been through a lot of trauma. It might be trauma in the home. It might be, you know, trauma on the job. It might be, you know, a whole bunch of shit, you know, all together. So... A lot of people can't cope too, you know. Some some people, they run. It's, right. it's just easier to just not deal with it, you know. Like facing uh, that kind of responsibility head on, and if you're facing it from five or six different chicks, sheesh. But the flip side, there's females out here with babies by four, five different niggas. Like same right. to you. Like right. you got to be responsible. Like come on. And it's a lot, and I know I got a lady on the show, and and Steph, if if you digging my ass for this, it's okay. Listen, I'm sick and tired of the whole uh, niggas ain't shit. Come on, man. There's some good dudes out here. That's just not your type. Yeah, I'll co-sign that. You think they corny. 
This motherfucker willing to spend the rest of his life with you, <laughs> but that motherfucker don't got his gun permit. I'm sorry, not a, he got the gun permit. He don't got the illegal stash of guns. He don't sell enough drugs for you. He ain't in the streets enough. He don't know how to Baltimore two-step. He don't know how to listen to Go-Go and beat his feet. Not the Baltimore two-step. He, he don't got dreads and light haze wise. Come on now with the bullshit, ladies. At the end of the day, it's men out here that, that, that are, are, are great for you. You just got to switch your preferences up just slightly. Nothing major. Or you can just cheat, ladies. You know, you get you a good one, and then you got the side junk, junk. You know, that, like you said, this twenty twenty, like that's an option. That's a new like, culture. Monogamy to me is like what the like. Come on, like that's that's damn near impossible. This is a contract. Come on, you gonna meet somebody at nineteen twenty, and y'all gonna be together sixty years, and you ain't gonna do nothing with nobody else, never. Stop lying this a, this to yourself. This is a business contract. I'm the lover, not a fighter. Stop lying Steph to yourself. Lover, it's in I'm her just name. Saying. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all like this. There's signs, ladies. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of y'all going through it. Because when you say niggas ain't shit, oh, my God. You're going through something. That's your pain. When a female say nigga ain't shit, that's a, a nigga they want. Ain't doing <laughs> what they want them to do. So they ain't shit. You want him. He don't want you. Maybe you need to get a nigga that got exactly. a fade instead of the dress. And then the, the good guys, it's too easy. Maybe, maybe you need a nigga that got seven inches versus ten. I'm just saying, try it before me, you just count it out. Let me tell you, the, the guys that get it the worst are the guys that text good morning. <laughs> oh, they get it the worst. I never, t I ain't texted a bitch good morning since I was in high school. And that's because I was I up that morning. I hate to say that. It's like, get on the bus. Because you know what that means? It's like you woke up and I was the first thing you on your drink. mind. You ain't, you ain't getting smacked. I, I like where you're going with this. I'm the first thing <laughs> on your your mind. I'm the, on the tip of your forehead. Oh, this good. This good. You need some more? You need no, some mixer? Good. You need some mixer? No, I got a long drive. No, I'm talking about mixer. The... You need some mixer? No, no, no. So this dilute it a little bit? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, I'm good. Listen, and you know niggas is ain't, ain't I'm shit. sipping slow. Like, she, like Steph said, they got track records, okay? <laughs> if this motherfucking nickname in the hood is Do Dirty, that's a red flag right there. <laughs> do Dirty don't mean he do right. Oh he God. do dirty. So he might do you dirty. He gonna do you dirty. His nickname Do Dirty. Look, come on, oh, just like niggas like strippers, niggas like superhead, niggas like women like I don't want to say like bad boys, but you 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 like them them. I mean, I know I do. Like I like the guys that are like I want to say hard to get, but you they they. They not just gonna fold like a lawn chair. It's nothing manly. But it's it's right. different to have a nice guy. I'm not saying I want I like you more if you treat me like shit. No, but it's like it's just something a little bit more exciting when a nigga just grab you up and pull me a girl like you know, I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. Women love to live in danger. Like assault me or nothing. I'm just women saying. Women love women love to live in danger. Okay. <laughs> little bit. You got you got to balance this, ladies. Because he gotta, he gotta make you feel afraid, but like he gonna protect you from that at the same time. Listen, he's the he's inflicting the she, fear. What Steph, he, Steph uh, is leaving out is the balance, though, ladies. <laughs> if we go to the club and it's a hundred <laughs> niggas outside, ladies get in free, but ain't no ladies show up, and you the fourth lady, don't bring me in there. <laughs> now it's three niggas grabbing your butt before we even get our drink. What I'm supposed to? You want me to die? Oh, you want me to die for you? I'm trying to. So I can be dead, and you can fuck one of these hundred niggas. Mm. Fuck that. Get me up out of here, though, and then it's definitely popping off in the car because you saved me. See? You see how that works? Oh, you saved me. <laughs> saved you, superhero. Took you to a lesbian nightclub. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
Yikes. Hey, listen, man. At the end of the day, <laughs> y'all got to make sure y'all pick things that's in your lane, too. All these women now, and, and even even men. Men that, see, the whole sexual exploitation shows what the market is doing. There's mm. a lot of men that are established. Mm. Men, Since men, you can't afford them. Men that become established, mm-hmm. they have preferences just like women that mm-hmm. are attractive have preferences. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see all this showing up. Women, stop lying too. Going to the gym. If you working on your fitness, you don't need to make a video. If you know that ass fat, you been knew that ass was fat. Now you, you listen. Yo, oh, let me tell you. I was in Dunkin' Donuts like a couple weeks ago. And Shorty pulled up in the purple paw, suited and booted. Man, listen, I'm in sweats, hoodie, looking nutso. I'm trying everything in my power to get this man attention, like short of just dropping a 20 and bending over for the... He just whizzed by me like I wasn't in his tax bracket. I was like, I felt so small, like, God damn! I was like, boy, next time I went to that Dunkin' Donuts, I was suited. You had your whole face on. Listen, face beat, (laughs) powder to the teeth. I was, oh, man, I've been trying to bump into the purple portion ever since, Lord. But that just go, I guess he was thinking like, I'm not taking care of this bitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This bitch need help. That's how it be. When men, when men is in, in I'm put, trying to exude like you know like Drake said listen. she look good in sweatpants you know she you know well, Drake just got tired of that him. shit he wasn't Drake got that. tired of them Hollywood bitches that's all Drake, <laughs> Drake was one of them too <laughs> he had the purple Porsche I've been looking for him out buoy <laughs> I'm letting y'all know something now ladies I'm a, I'm a detective when it comes to plastic surgery don't think just because you don't got the scars I'm not gonna know that that's fake I know how real skin and bodily functions move titties that are no bounce. It's, it's no bounce. No jiggle. And I'm a nigga, I like cellulite. I don't know why you want to take the cellulite out. That let me know where to put my fingers at. Oh, Lord. That's like rock climbing. TMI. You got to have a cellulite. And then the lightning bolts. like a rock climber. The stretch marks on the ass, the lightning bolts, I need those. Those give me energy when I'm hitting it from the back. It's like I'm getting electrocuted. Oh, shit. No, he didn't. He just gave me a visual. So why dudes be acting like the stretch marks is an issue? Man. The stretch marks is experience. Man, I'm telling you. That's some good box when you see the stretch marks. Man, I That means she pushed out a whole child. That means somebody put one in her. I even take belly fat. That means if I see a little bit of belly fat, I don't want my woman to have abs. If I see a little bit of belly fat in there, that let me know if we get fucked up, you don't got a problem going to McDonald's with me. Shit. You don't got a problem, you don't got a problem eating a McDouble or or or, <laughs> or going to Wendy's and getting a Jean Bacon cheeseburger real quick. I need to know, I need to know that you are flawed a little bit. Oh, it's crazy. You feel what I'm saying? You're crazy, yo. And these eyelashes, ladies, leave these eyelashes alone. It's a, it's a girl I seen yeah, on Murder. Yeah, I'm not an eyelash thing. She, I wear she, contacts. So I can't do shit around my eyes. It, I don't wear no eyeliner or none of that. Like, it's, it's a girl right now. She doing life. Uh, she killed her stepfather. Why? Gave, gave her gave her stepfather a hug. She, he came to the graduation, slid his jugular with the with the eyeliner. <laughs> He's stupid for that. Have me all sucked in for a hot minute. Get the fuck. Oh my god. This dude not right at graduation. Now I just go to like listen. <laughs> Some people feel like, you know what that is, though? That That's people's armor nowadays. Like, they're, you know, getting fully made up, full face of makeup, got to yeah. have the this, the that, that. 
That's like their their armor. Like they feel like they somebody after all of that. But right. if you don't feel like if that's what it takes for you to feel like somebody, then deep down you nobody. You Nothing. know what I'm saying? Nothing. Cause the things you got to do to attain that shit. Come on now, stop it. Like I always tell people, they ask me advice for the entertainment business. Do it for the love, yo. The money comes. Trust me. Right. The money comes. If you if you love to do some shit like like remember when niggas used to be break dancing on cardboard, then the next thing you know it was in movies and shit. Like right. they took it from the corner all the way to the box office. Like you gotta think of it like that. You if, can't you can't replace authenticity. Yeah. Like if it's something you love to do, do it, film it, you know, put it out there and I'm telling you somebody a uh, 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 gravitate to you because they be like, damn, that person loved this shit. Rather you was doing it for a dime or a dollar. And that's facts, for real. Right. And I'm going to tell you like this, ladies. Ain't nothing worse than putting your whole face on and, and doing all this shit to your, your body and, and you looking for love and you don't get it. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Because it's a dude out there that want to love your, your regular natural self. Trust me. Because... You know, he gonna see you with no makeup on at some point. Going so. to what you think you gonna get up every morning and do your face mm-hmm. before I wake up? Nah, I'm a light sleeper. Yo, but it's dudes too that be be getting the um the hair sprayed in and the chia pet shit on top, so it go both ways. Listen, because I know dudes, a dude that's a barber that this nigga's cakey because he said <laughs> dudes coming there because it washes and out the, and put the black top. Yeah, he said he said yo, I got a client. His wife don't even know he bald. <laughs> yo, <laughs> what wife? <laughs> That means you've been with the motherfucker for t- for a long time. She was like, he was like, yo, his wife don't even know he bald. That nigga bald. I was like, damn, you caking off of him. Yo, like, this nigga is. It's definitely some catfish men out here. What is it called? It's called the um. A unit. No, not the not the weave shit. The other the one. Spray? It's, the spray. The yeah. Beijing. Beijing. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hey, ladies, this nigga's I'm, a Beijing you, expert. Hey, ladies, if your man won't let you touch his hair ever. Or he get out the shower. He got a weed. His head ain't never wet. Or you got you got a whole oh, thing shit, of shampoo. Oh shit! He said he get out the shower. His, his head, head never wet. <laughs> or or you just bought shampoo. You got a, your own certain shampoo, right? You bought him new shampoo. That that <laughs> level on the bottle don't ever move. That nigga is catfishing the shit out of you. Yo, I would be mortified if I went to grab a dude's back of his head and the, his whole scalp came off in my hand, yo. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? And it don't work the same. Like, Good God. That's something that culture, our culture, we ain't there yet. Like, motherfuckers can Beijing all they want to. At the end of the day... I feel bad for dudes be losing their hair. Like, I remember I went to high school with a dude, but shit, before we was in 12th grade. He <laughs> this was nigga was Tommy off Martin. Taller than the, we, we, we used to say, you taller than your hair, nigga. <laughs> he was bald already. Like, damn, that, that must really suck, though, because, you know what I'm saying? Hey, la- hey ladies, I'm telling you, if your nigga sleep like this. <laughs> sleep on his chin. <laughs> telling you. Oh, shit. If, if you try to touch that nigga head and he jab you. That's why I don't really like, uh, I mean, well, I can't say I don't really like them, but guys with dreads, be careful. You get them thick, heavy dreads, and that shit pulling the back of your neck, front of your shit in two, five years, you gonna be looking crazy. Or. Shit gonna be looking like an island. Or they take the dreads up here and put it over, 
You go to the beauty uh, the, uh, salon with him when he gets the shit retwisted. But That's you know how heavy spot. it be, like like future. You see the shit happening in the future. Yeah. The future two chains so heavy that, that that shit way. You know how your whole forehead push back. Be careful of that. That's not sexy. No. And neither is hair on the back. That's crazy. <laughs> so couple 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 personal questions. Are you a shaver? Yup. I Shaver? like, uh, yup, and my men have to be clean as well. Okay. I do not, okay. No, I mean, everywhere. Like, everywhere? Yes. Okay. Hair, okay. legs. I, I said that hair on the back, that's disgusting. Nah, because some, some hair people. Hair on the knuckles, that's disgusting. Ooh, I'm glad I don't. Shit like that. Uni well, uh, well, I'll say unibrow, but I, 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 I like well groomed men. Like, shit, I, you know, I'll. Um, you know the scruffy, the beard look is is dope if it's neat. Yeah. But the beard with the bump knots underneath, nah. The what? what the bump it? knots, the beady beads underneath the, the neck. Yeah. Fellas, if you going through that, get skin tight. I'm Every beauty supply store has it. Cause that's nasty. You got the nerds under your neck. You got the nerds. <laughs> exactly the nerds. <laughs> oh shit! It gave me a visual. Um. But yes, I'm not a hairy scary at okay. all. Now, ladies, if you agree with. Not wearing hair. I don't know why people ain't calling in today. Normally, every week, somebody calls in, at least two people. Some with the internet, my shit is different, but maybe. Right, yeah, if you're well, you, you, you trying going. to call in, I'm going to let y'all, ladies, that shave, right? Because mm. I don't do I do not do hair down there if I'm if I'm going to go to, if I'm going to go to the restaurant and eat. I don't, my whole thing is, ladies, don't let your man eat it on the first day you shave, though. <laughs> Why not? Because it's always stragglers. Oh, shit. And your man ain't going to tell you that. I didn't even think about that. Your man going to go down there and he going to he gonna do that on the side <laughs> every time he, he going to be taking break. Tuh, tuh, on the side, spitting. Because you, you got to put the same. If you a same day shaver, you can't be a same day eater receiver. Because you going to have what's, what I like to call porcupine pussy. <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of hair follicles getting stuck in the nigga tongue, and he might not eat your pussy for another month or two. Oh, so shit. be aware. This dude is crazy. Two days, two days. Give it two days after you shave to get ate out, please. <laughs> now I'm a shaver, dudes. I know we real mashing them. We like to be raw, raw. Every three to four months, I sh I do a whole shave. I get the underarms, body shave under the under the balls, and I got big balls. So every now and then, I cut myself, almost bleed to oh, death. Oh shit! But okay. At the same time. <laughs> Bleed out. Hair. <laughs> Be careful. Hair, hair holds scent. Okay. Mm. So if you if, did you know that? Mm. I remember uh, this was yesterday. I shaved my shit on what's today Tuesday. Mm. I shaved my shit on Sunday, right? And it felt good because you could just all all like you know air breezes and shit. It just mm -hmm. corrals you. You know what I mean? You feel fresh, and it's good because. When you got a lot of hair, you like, damn, I just got it out of the shower an hour ago, and you get a whiff of your shit, and you like, man, I'm a little funky down there. Not stinky, but I'm a little funky down there. But when there ain't no hair down there, you smell good. Yeah, when it gets cold, I do the winter bush. I call it the winter bush. Winter bush? Winter bush, yeah. Because I figure, you know what I'm saying, like, I ain't going to be freezing to death. Shit, I need all the extra layers I could get. Yeah. So... I, I grow the winter bush. winter bush. Yeah, you never heard of the winter bush? Yeah, I don't. Just get a slight trim, you know, and then you keep the winter bush to about I don't know March, then you tighten it up, and then you know. I don't do I don't do hair down there though. I don't I don't I don't. I've gone down there one time just to prove my manhood. 
to a chick that had a bush just to, just to make sure that I'm in the same cloth as them niggas that was born, to, you know, that grew up in the 70s. I just wanted to, and I said, I won't do that again. I could smell like three months of her routine. She, she was going to the gym. She was going to class. Uh, well, she you, went grocery see, shopping. Uh, I tasted all of that. Shit, uh, K. Michelle, Sue, and Mayno now talk about her. Because he keeps saying her box stink. <laughs> and she done had enough and she's suing him. What? <laughs> Can't raise a man. Yeah, I sue a nigga too if he said my shit was stinking. Now, you can say my shit whack. Her shit probably Because then I'll be like, your shit was broke. But <laughs> you ain't going to say my shit stinking. God damn. Like, hold tight, nigga. Wait a minute. Now, Steph, Only are you... Only way you was knowing it was stinking if your whole face was in it, so that's a whole other story, but anyway. Now, you know you represent the ladies, right? Yep. And, What's and, up, ladies? And, and I show, we got 11 Holla. minutes left. How long is mm -hmm. acceptable for a man to last in the bedroom? Uh, I, I think it has to do whether if he's a inebriated or not, because, you know... That, so, that Henny so, dick sober, is way so, different. So, so, Henny sober. dick is way different than like weed dick. Like sober, sober versus drunk. Sober, pff, it should at least be twenty minutes. At, at, at least the 20? very least twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, twenty and, and minutes. And fucked up how long? Shit. You say Henny dick? How long is Henny, Henny dick? Henny dick should be at least an hour. At least an hour. <laughs> Because any dick is sloppy, you know, it's going to keep sliding out here and there. It ain't gonna, you know, it ain't going to be straight. You know how that, like sloppy, this, that sloppy, heady dick is. I'm going to give y'all a man's perspective. You got to keep checking, make sure the condom ain't bust. You want to be fucking up on the henny. I'm going to give you a man's perspective. My dick is in more, sh in better shape than my body. <laughs> okay? My dick might want to go an hour, but my body says, hell nah, nigga. What? God said I give you two strong minutes. Like, stop nah. lying. No, niggas some niggas to... ain't lying. Some niggas, they beat they meat so much that they done took off. There's a coat, there's a, <laughs> a natural coating that goes, that goes over the tip of a man's dick. Some niggas done beat their meat to the point where as soon as you touch it, it's just <laughs> me, my shit is still intact. I, I stopped beating the meat because my eye, my vision started going bad. And I, I wanted to know what my I heard eye, that was the thing that your vision real. go bad if you if you it's real is that from the shit hitting you in the eye it has nothing to do with that I don't know I don't know about that skate oh shit <laughs> semen furniture that kind of shit nah I'm not into all of that like bust in the condom like don't bust on my chest or oh, that, that's fuck out of here that's, no, that's not necessary that's um, the saltiest shit every female now it's like super salty like I don't uh, you know I mean. <laughs> That, that nigga Why got a bad diet. Salty, my, shit, my shit feel healthy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After I date for a I couple months. I can't believe we talk about this hey, shit. I'm hey, talk about listen, salty it's sperm. It's time to cook something. <laughs> listen, if you got salty sperm, you're not in good shape, man. No. You might, no. Then I've been fucking with some unhealthy. Yes, you have. <laughs> got bad eating habits. So sperm is supposed to taste like uh, peroxide. What? Yeah, you ever have to wash your mouth out with peroxide? Yes, yes. So, so it's more like a um, it's, it should be bitter, but you you can taste the nutrients. Now, I think what happened what was heard. I was fucking a nigga like right when he came off the ball after playing ball. Okay, and then so I think it was so more sweat bit. than. Did you get high blood pressure after that? Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but I think it has something to do with it, the full court he ran before we okay. ran. Uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm just trying to keep up with you, oh. <laughs> I'm twisted right now, so. I know. My fans ain't never seen me like this. I'm talking about anything. Oh, shit. Hey, babe, if you at home listening, I promise, I'm not cheating tonight. I promise you I won't cheat. Oh, shit. Not tonight? Not tonight, maybe. I don't know. You heard that? You heard that? Uh... Anyway, <laughs> mahogany. Uh, no, I said mahogany. Monogamy is really hard. Are you are you aware What's of that? gas station pills? Yes, yes. Have you ever had one of those experiences? No, before? no, no. But I have had a guy. Um, I was fucking with a guy that he took. Uh, what the fuck did he rhino take? swag? Might have been the rhino. He took some shit. And this nigga was sweating before we got to the crib. I thought he was about to have a heart attack, bro. <laughs> when I tell you this nigga. Before you got to the crib? All night like a trucker, bro. He was, that, that shit was crazy. That pill, like, that pill was too healthy for him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I don't know. I'm t- listen to the fellas, because I know there's a lot of dudes still watching. Listen, fellas, you got to be in some type of shape to be taking these gas station pills. These not even FDA certified. That should have had you up for three days fucking around. Hey, listen. Hey, that shit and is not a game. And then he failed the drug test because whatever was in them pills, that shit was not supposed to. <laughs> this I nigga popped the pill and got fired. He got, yeah, he, huh? he actually did. He Yo. <laughs> nah, he might have been on drugs, too. He might have been on drugs, but I think Who it has something with? to do with it. You was fucking with Ja Rule? Like, nah, 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 nah. Shout to the Rule. <laughs> oh, man. This the Rule got a birthday on leap year. No. I remember random facts like that, so forgive me, but I know Ja Rule's birthday is leap year. Libya, okay. Um, ja Rule, man, that's one of the dudes that was hot as shit, man. Then 50 Cent came out of nowhere and just bodied him. Nah, the feds did that to them when they. The feds? Murder Inc., remember? That shit cost them 30 million uh, to get out of that case. That you know, did. the feds got a 98% conviction rate. Yeah. They was the 2%. They don't even fuck, they don't even fuck with people unless they know that they. Exactly. And oh, they had them, however they had them, and they got out of that. But you got to pay to get out of that shit. When the feds come to get you, you might as well just go on. Right. Go on and take the plea, the cop, or whatever they're going to get you because they got you. They don't come for you unless they got you. So, Man. And if they and if you get out of it, they pissed. They're going to make your life miserable. You see, Jaru went to jail for tax evasion. You don't remember that? No. Right tax after evasion. that shit, they couldn't get him on that, that Yo, shit. They said, they, nigga, you're going to sit down Irv one way Gotti, or another. All of them, I love them, but they ain't been the same since. Murder, Inc. ain't been the same since. Ain't been the same since. Mm. And Think I seen, about that, yeah? I seen uh, everybody took a hit with Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. Ashanti, even. She ain't had shit to do with nothing. Her Even side. with the She cut her sideburns to look like a different bitch and everything. Mm-hmm. Sad. Nelly 86 though. <laughs> she was with Nelly by the goddamn. Let me stay out of everything. Right, 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 so listen. So listen, 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 hold on. So the show that you have on now, it's uncensored, right? Uh, oh yes, let's get to the, the 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 plug, being that we in the last 10 minutes. So I'm on a network, um, I just like to stay active. It was COVID. You know, I was out here in Baltimore, actually. I was on uh, Magic uh, 95.9. Um, shit was dope. I had started the day they did the Kobe dedication in February. Shit was rolling. Then COVID just steamrolled that. And I was kind of like the last one in. So, you know, Miss Hughes is real cool. I worked for Radio 1 for shit, my first gig, real gig. So yeah. um, it's always love. Kathy so, Hughes. Kathy Hughes. So I look forward to, you know, coming back out here. 
But radio was always going to be the fam, even though, you know, I was over at PGC when I first, first came back here to the area in 2016. So now, you know, in the interim with COVID, I was like, shit, I like to be creative. I like to always uh, stay on my toes. I, I produce TV shows, um, you know, so I had got into uh, this network called Uncensored Network. A friend of mine named Brian, he had it. He rebranded it. It used to be called Radio VPS, Move Locations. And, you know, it's on Roku, it's on Apple TV, it's on uh, Android TV, you know, that kind of shit. So he he kind of had a vision for it. And um, I always, you know, wanted to do, do like some news, like a, a news show, not like a gossipy right. podcast kind of thing. Because during that little COVID, that first three or four months, man, I was like drenched in CNN. Like this shit yeah. was scary. And then right. the shit with the election and... You know, just everything, the 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 protests, it was just CNN, CNN, everything, CNN. Even, even right now, I'm still fucked up from what happened this summer. Yeah, but a lot of that shit is scary if you if you can't decipher the the big words and the all the the upfront breaking news. That shit is scared right. the shit out right. of you. Like right. you watch Wolf Blitzer, every story is breaking news. Like right. the, the world's about to end type shit. It's been breaking news all, all like, for the last since the end of the spring to now. Yeah. Still. So what I you know I, I'm a fan of talk soup. Um, and I always like to, you know, put a spin on the news because all that shit is hilarious to me. Like, yeah. in in a roundabout way, they like I said, they make every single thing sound like the end of the world. So I just came up with this idea to do, you know, my version of the news. Like, it's it, so that's what it is, really. That's the long and short of it. It's like a hip-hop version of real news. I call it uncensored news, real news you can use, no cap. You it's in the like, studio with that? Yeah, we do it every um, Monday. It's live. Um, well, we pre-tape it Sunday because it's a lot of elements. Um, but it's, it airs Monday at 2 p.m. and then it airs throughout the week. Okay. And then, um, you know, I have a sports show. I love sports. So I have a sports show that's coming on uh, uh, DCN, which is uh, uh, DC Cable Network. Um, uh, Maya Bowser, she has an amazing arts program. And uh, they be handing out checks if you want to put some shit on the TV. So... I got a sports show called Field Passports. Uh, season two I should be talk dropping. To you after this. <laughs> yeah, season two is coming. Then I'm producing a um, a cooking show. See, I like the if you notice what I just said. I said news. I said sports. I said cooking. You got like, your hand in everything. It, no, it's not that. It's just like I get bored really easily. So I don't like doing the same thing over and over. Like I could produce a podcast. I could produce a hip hop. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Cancer. Oh, July twentieth. Okay. So I like to try different shit. I like to feel excited. I like to be like, you know, that that feeling of like had no shit and then I, I know everything. Right. You know? Right. And like I'm not the, the greatest cook, you know what I'm saying? Um, I like to feel like I bring home the bacon. But, you know, cooking to me is fascinating because I'm not good at it. So to watch You'll a keep chef, working until you chef get to it up point. and to watch a nigga chef it up and die and then to put the love and the sprinkle shit in the ah, ah. <laughs> That shit is sexy to me, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. So we, we, we're going to put a, um, a, a Chef Che, who I'm doing the show with, he used to be Janet Jackson's chef. Okay. And uh, Shaquille, uh, not Shaquille, shit, uh, Patrick Ewan and CeCe Sabathia. So he's like a chef you hire when you're trying to get your shit back, you know, when you're trying right. to get when in front of them cameras. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to shoot that down in Miami and, you know, hopefully it'll be on a, a, a TV network. Near you, pretty soon. Sweet. Where can they tune into the show that you have? Oh, uncensored. Roku, Apple, shit. We everywhere. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get you know, uh, 
on a major network. Like we've been talking to you know, a couple of the bigger networks, but it's a process. You know, the, the black creatives, we have it harder. You know, that's why I love like something like Fox Soul. Um, right. You know, um, Miss H, she got a, a station called Clio. You know what I'm saying? Give the black creatives some love. Like, it's it, it's like they want us to do the same thing over and over and over. I mean, how many housewives? You know what I'm saying? How right. many loving hip-hops? Right. Like, fuck, try something else. You know I'm what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the... You know, I hate to be black and white. Look at the white reality shows. They got ice truckers and swamp people and Duck Dynasty. And All we got Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, Detroit, Miami. Goddamn, right. shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real like, shit. Real shit. Try something else. That's why I love what you're doing. Oh, that's why I agreed to come out here in a goddamn pandemic. I could have zoomed in. But, you know, sometimes you got to really touch down and... and and feel the vibe, feel what people are doing, because it's real, you know? Like, a lot of people are disconnected right now. Everything's Very a Zoom. You know, the clubhouse shit we was talking about, that's just a bunch of voices. You can't see nobody and nothing like that. Like, I'm into the talking. visual. Like, I hate texting. Nigga, call me. Right. We can text I'm for four school. hours, and you can tell me what the fuck you was going to say in school. three minutes. Nigga, pick up the phone. You know? Like... No, I got, I got a special. Speaking of that, I got a special in January, and a guy that's helped me with the project... He never wants to talk. And I say, listen, bro, I'm old school. Like, I have to talk to you. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, authenticity is becoming a lost art. Yeah. You know. This COVID shit, this, this generation is going to be hard for them to connect because they're not used to it. Like, they they connected to them is texting. Right. <laughs> That's connected? Right. When's the last time you talked to so-and-so? Oh, we text other... No, I said talk. talk. Do you know what... They sound like, <laughs> you know? Oh, man, it's just crazy. But like I said, I'm, a, I'm an eternal optimist. I feel good. I'm, I'm just happy to be alive. It's 2021, a couple weeks away. You know, we got a new president. Like Coming in. Shit feel, feel pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, we about, to, we about to, you know, shed, I feel good. shed, shed yeah. the old fur and, and on with the new one, man. Hey, listen. Steph Lover, none other than Steph Lover in here, special guest at It's Time to Cook Something with Hilarious Omar, man. Thank oh, you, guys. Oh, fucked up right now, y'all. For tuning in. You see me trying I to hang in there. I had with the fake me out. I was taking the sippy sip and nothing. the gopey go for the water. She was drinking water the whole time. Hell no. At that I, first sip, I was like, ah, no. Yeah, that's going to no. take you somewhere you don't want to be. This should have turned into a like porn hub special if I drank this whole shit right now. Like, we can't do that. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Steph Lover, where can they follow you at on Instagram? Steph Lover 100. That's S-T-E-P-H-L-O-V-A-1-0-0. Hey, don't be lazy, man. Go over there on IG and follow my girl, man. She's doing dope things, and I'm so thankful to have her on my show. Thanks, oh. Shout out to Be Exposed Radio and tuning in at 5 p.m. Come back next Tuesday. We will see you again. Y'all have a good one. It's time to cook something. Hey, Lola. Peace. And hey, mama.